Hello, we're trying to understand uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil, Episode 3. Episode uh, 3. On this episode, Star becomes a xenomorph. I... I never thought of it like that. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's literally what happens. <laughs> I got like webbing, it. Like, webbing people in lockers, doesn't that happen in Alien? Yeah. Webbed in lockers? I don't know. I'm, it's been forever. It's been forever since I've seen Alien or Aliens. Well, I haven't seen it at all. But I'm pretty sure somebody gets webbed somewhere. You know, the... I think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Hmm. Um, I do want to say that I, I, I appreciate how Oscar keeps showing up. Yes. Um, I noticed him. He was around. He's a character. He shows up sometimes. Um, the whole episode deals with Mewbert. Yeah. Which seems like... just seems like advanced version of, uh... Of puberty. <laughs> like, sort of advanced? It's, like, extreme, but for, like, ten minutes? Was it... It was longer than ten minutes. The episode was, like, ten minutes. <laughs> It was like oh, probably an hour, oh, I guess. Okay, okay. I was... Um, so, she starts getting, like, signs. A lot of it's, like, boys are are triggering her liberty more, I, I, I think. That seems to be yeah. the general well, thing. No, well, notably, this starts when... Uh, uh, when What's-His-Face, the, the, uh, the guitar guy... Oscar. What's his name? Oscar, yes, him. Awesome. Uh, and he's, he's out sitting on a car playing his guitar with his tongue. <laughs> uh, and Star looks at him and then she's got a heart in her forehead and it's like, what? And she peels it off and it's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm getting Muberty. Somebody call Mubert. Um... So that happens. It keeps it keeps getting worse until like yeah. Every time she sees boys, just hearts keep popping up, and she touches Marco. Yeah, like, that that really sets it off. Yeah, she basically gets stuck in a lock for oh for a lot of that for for most of the episode. Just stuck in there hiding. Yeah. Um, hearts kind of fall off of her as she's more boys. Um, I guess it's an implication that it's just getting worse. Mm. Um, so stars like, hey, get get the get the 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 magic the magic book. Yeah, which she lost it'll somehow. Have... No, she. I'm... She traded it to Fer, to yeah. Ferguson, and like how there's this whole day. Marco's like, "Hey, I need, I need the book back. I need the book." And he only and responds like, in Spanish. I only respond in Spanish. Um, and it just ends up that uh, he gave it to Jana. Jana, who I don't think we've seen before. I think she's new. No, she she 
she comes back. I remember that she comes back because she is she's just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, she seems relevant. Seems like she, a character who's going to do things. She is probably more the she's probably one of the more relevant human characters. Hmm. Um probably it doesn't touch upon it a whole lot. She's into a lot of like witchcraft and stuff. So it yeah, kind she of, briefly it kind of mentions, ties it. Yeah, she briefly mentions being witchy. Something about the book being witchy. Yeah. <laughs> she t- drags it in a, in a garbage bag. It says something. I forget what she said. Yeah, the implication is... Yeah, she says something about a dead possum or something. I think the implication is that she's got like something dead in the bag. <laughs> no, just, just like, kidding. Uh, it's a book. It's just a human-sized book. No, don't worry about it. Um, Marcus just takes. I'm surprised she had like no like oh like. No, it's my book. I get fair and square, but no, just takes the book. Um, and we get properly introduced to Glossaric. Yeah, he's the glossary. He did have a very very faint cameo in in a previous episode. Like, you could see him, but he, he didn't. Hmm. you just see him for, like, a split second. I, I mentioned that before. But yeah, he, he's actually introduced. So. And Glossaric is basically the keeper of uh, Star's, Star's magic book. Hmm. He's kind of a Glossaric. Haha, <laughs> get it? Glossaric. His name's Glossaric. Glossaric is a, is a book thing. Well, a glossary um, is a book thing. I don't know if there's a book thing called a glossary. Yeah, well... <laughs> Alright, we're doing it over. <laughs> we're starting from... <laughs> oh. Um, glossary, okay. Yes, glossary, glossaric. Get it? He's like the wreck <sighs> of glossaries. And he likes um, pudding. He likes, he likes pudding. Um... He says, no, he basically says, no, I'm not helping you. You're not a star. It's like, you're not, you're, you're not a magic user. Like, oh, I want to help star. I want pudding. <laughs> I'll trade pudding and I'll help. Give me some pudding. I'll help star. Uh, at this point, Muberty's just way worse. Yeah, it's a bunch of uh, the swim team comes in, comes out and starts practicing in front of the locker stars hiding in. Oh god! god. She just gets like buried in hearts. Um, lost my place. No, I have to edit this part out. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, and her her puberty form is introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, she just starts tying every boy she sees up in this web. She basically abducts them into this. I actually got like Silent Hill vibes uh, a little bit from it. Like just her form and and uh, like the hallway. It, it gave me Silent Hill vibes more than Avery. I think the the thing that made me think of Alien was just tying all the people up, in in, in the in, in the mush. Yeah, I honestly. <laughs> um, 
So Marco gets Glossrix and pudding. And he's like, well, actually, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> Don't worry, everything will be fine at 357. Or it won't. <laughs> Wait a minute. I believe her moody form is significant in some way. Um, mm. I think, if not directly, indirectly, just because of the thing. I think a further down point, a further point down the road, she has a similar form. I don't want to give too much away, but it, she does have different things. Yeah, um, it is. It is interesting that at the end of it, she does keep the little like tiny baby wings. I wondered if there would be some significance to that in the future. Yes, there is significance to that. Um, basically, the end of the episode is is just liberty works out. Everything's fine. Yeah, Marco tries to stop it, and doesn't work. Yeah, she picks up a car. With the, what's his face on it, Carlo? Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> oh, Do you like Diego. how? He... That was not his name. I do, I do like how he just crashes down. Like, so. It's like, yo, what up, dude? And, I mean, from this episode, puberty form is relevant, even if not directly. Well, yeah, it, seems it is like directly, like, but... It seems like a major character thing. Yeah. Actually, the more and more I think about it, it seems like it should be, like, a character progression, but it's not much. Yeah, it's like a major thing that happens, but she doesn't really change after the end of it. Everything's just no. kind of the same. Like, the only, the only notable things about this, uh... About this uh, part one of, of uh, episode six is Jana is introduced and Glossary is introduced. Actually, I thought Glossary was a mainstay from this point, and hmm. I was wrong. And we go into part two. Unless there's anything you have. No, nothing else I can think of. Part two um, starts out with the. Uh, Marco and his his jobber friends <laughs> calling people in the magic mirror. Yeah, Marco's friends show up. They are um, again. They weren't around for a while, but now they're back. Uh, Ferg was there for for a second. Yeah, no, uh, in, in, in part one, but um. I'm surprised there, there's, like, no repercussions. I, I like how they can just randomly dial people and, like, there's just no repercussions that happen because of, uh, because of them crank calling people. Well, there are repercussions. Well, there, there are, but, like, not in... There are, but not, not in the, not in the way I'm thinking. Hmm. Like, what if, like, what if they accidentally like prank called uh, Star's mom, or, or like, or God forbid, Tom? Yeah, so what Star's parents was what I was expecting to pop up. Oh, God. Um, my expectations have been subverted. 
basically, they, they do have repercussions, but not in the way that I was thinking. They use up all the, the mirror minutes. The, basically, the magic mirror works as, like, a cell phone. Um, I guess from, <laughs> like, the early 2000s when uh, having a limited amount of minutes was a thing. Having a limited amount of minutes is kind of still a thing. Uh, is it? I mean, not as much, though. Yeah, I mean, I've got limited minutes. It's done like a track I, phone, but... I think I have unlimited... I have unlimited minutes when it comes to, like, calling people. Hmm. Um, so... They basically have to... Go into Pixtopia to pay the phone bill. Yeah, and Mark is gonna pay it because he's like, "Oh yeah, that's this. That was my bad. I'm gonna handle this. Don't worry." <laughs> We're mess up twins. Um, and he's like, "No, nah, I don't have twins. I'm only child." <laughs> that's me. So they go into Pixtopia, which is full of pixies. They just, I guess, they're just a week. They're just the leader of, uh, of, uh, just phones, I guess. Yeah, I guess they're just, they're just the, uh, the AT&T, or Sprint, or Verizon, or whoever. They're like the Verizon. I'll get to, I'll get to this in a second. Um, Marco tries to pay. He's like, here, here's some, some money. Here's some, some money. Here, like, pay the bill. It's like, Oh well, the Earth money doesn't work. I, we need gold or jewelry, and then just like, well, <laughs> you're you're working in the mines. Welcome to welcome to the the, the salt mines. <laughs> they they immediately get put into slave labor. However, it's also surprisingly easy to leave slave labor. Like, but no, uh, I, I guess everybody's too stupid to figure it out because the other, like, there's only as like, I haven't been out of here in, in, in seven years. Um, Ferguson has the subplot with, uh, the, the, the pixie empress. Empress. Um, I mean, yeah, he complains and gets out, and she's like, yo, this guy looks. Delicious. Delicious. I need close stuff to my mic to do the fun thing. Uh, you know, she's like, "Yo, I want, I want, I want this guy. This guy's cool." And he's like, "You know, I should probably uh, say something about uh, getting my friends out of slavery." And then he doesn't. <laughs> um, it is notable that the mines just block magic with like a like a video game like Red X. Yeah, she starts tries to cast a spell, and she's like, and she's like, ah, spell, and it goes burnt. Um, they basically just like, oh, there's there's a minecart, and then get into the castle. <laughs> Conveniently, the minecart mine <laughs> just leads into the castle where everything <laughs> is going on. The minecart mine and the slave labor leaps to the floor in the. In, in the castle throne room, I guess. Uh, yeah, they pop in. And Ferguson's there. Convenience. And he's like, hey, yo. Uh, 
y'all y'all got here. I was just about to go rescue you. Uh, y'all got here just in time for my wedding. <laughs> wedding. <laughs> they have it. <laughs> yeah, like all the wedding stuff just <laughs> fucking goes in the frame. It's great. It's actually great. Um, they have a quote-unquote wedding. Um, Ferg's like, wait a minute, I, you know, no, I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> too we've immature. Only, we've only known each other for half an hour. And the sequence, like, well, okay, time to kill everyone. Time for genocide. <laughs> Combat Same. ensues. Uh, pixies are frozen. They're frozen, right? There's like ice that happens. Um, no, it's like a web. I think. Cause they I, get I blocked was, off. I thought, I thought it was, was like it? a blizzard. No, yeah, there's like there's like a blizzard or something. I think that freezes some of them. But then there's like a fly trap. It's like a rainbow. And, yeah, and, and then they fly to that and get stuck. And the Empress, the Empress gets stuck as well, because she she says something. Yeah, and then she says, yeah, she says something like, "Oh, he was out of my league anyway." He was out of my league anyway. Which is funny because he was the fat kid. <laughs> ah, funny fat kid. Um, a lot of stuff is just fat jokes, isn't it? He's literally just a jabber. Um. Yeah, but they get out, and then uh, and they look around. They're like, "Hey, where's uh, where's Oscar? <laughs> Is he Oscar? Is that his name?" Yeah. I, no. 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 Mm, I don't know the other jobber kid's name. Yeah, whatever his <laughs> name is, it turns out. Yeah, I've decided that he's Oscar now. Uh, but it turns out Oscar stayed behind, and and now he's married the fairy queen, and that's the last we'll see of Oscar. Yeah, I don't like the implications. His jobber friend is just fucking <laughs> Pixopia. Probably eaten. He said something about turning it into a tyrannical. This is a correct time to begin my tyrannical reign. <laughs> Pixopia's messed up, man. It's become the CEO of, of uh, Verizon Wireless. <laughs> I was gonna make a Verizon wireless joke uh, eventually, but I, I forgot about it. No, you're too late. I beat you to it. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's something about. Oh, I need to really change my service. What other what, what other plans even are there? <laughs> well, at least Pixtopia does not have have a, a monopoly on a magic mirror service. Something. That's oh, that's assuming they can get coverage by any other provider, you know. No guarantees on any of that. The disconnect happened. I knew it was. I knew it was gonna happen. Of course I. I knew it. Of course I knew I, it. Uh, as soon as I find, as soon as I mention, it happens. As soon as I mention Verizon Wireless, you disconnect. <laughs> oh no! Good thing I don't use Verizon. Actually, I have a Verizon phone, though. Hmm. Worst part. Okay. 
Uh, hopefully you don't have to edit this much, but... Uh, is there anything else about episode... Uh, nothing comes to mind? Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Alright, on the episode 7 part. 7A, if you prefer to use the alphabet. Yeah, I could. I've just been listing it as part 1, part 2. In case you have a difficulty counting to two, you could use letters. <laughs> um, basically, it starts up with a lot of episodes uh, where, where Ludo and Star are fighting. Ludo's mm -hmm. jump, Star, and uh, Marco. Uh, I don't remember which episode this is. Uh, they, they tried fighting. To they're fighting, they try to get the one. Is this uh, Lobster tries to be a good guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they're fighting. And they're like, oh, we've, we've, we've got him. We finally got him. Lobster, lobster go get go get the wand. And, he, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. And does, does this whole little thing. And then, he, and then he goes over and he's like, I'm going to get it. Yeah. And then he takes the monster dude's antler off. <laughs> Completely misses the wand. <laughs> and the guy drops star. And she's like, yeah. And, and beats up all the monsters. And Ludo is naturally not happy with this. Uh, and so and so when they all when they all retreat into the portal, uh, he fires the lobster guy and leaves him behind. It's like you, you don't get to come along. Actually, I didn't think about this till now, but like the implications of the lobster guy is just left on Earth. Yeah, although it seems like a lot of people can like travel between dimensions. If if they have the scissors, yes. I don't. Okay, well, be actually, you're right about that. I guess he just decides not to. Yeah, in the worst case, I guess he could become Bigfoot or something. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but lobster guys gets fired because he screwed up. Lobster boy gets big sad. He's very upset and Marcus like, yo, we need to help this guy out. It's just like, no. He's a monster. No, he's... Well, monsters are, are like this. I love, uh, <laughs> um, love, uh, species racism. Cool racism hours. Here with that star versus the forces of evil. Uh, By the way, on my notes, I, I I do have his actual name, which is Lobster Claws. Lobster Claws. That's his name. That's him. He's a lobster and he's got claws. Um, but they they tried to just make him, and it doesn't work does. out very well. He tries. What's the first thing? What's the first thing they try? They're like. Uh, I remember there's the cat in the tree, but that's not the first thing. Somebody on a bike? Yeah, I think there was somebody on a bike. I think that is the first thing. Yeah, well, it, well like, immediately, uh, the lobster guy is, like, like, picks up a squirrel that fell out of a tree and, like, bandages it up or something. <laughs> or, or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe he knocks it out of the tree and then bandages it up later. I can't remember now. But yeah, there's there's a guy on a bike, and he just like reflexively punches the dude on the bike 
<laughs> Marcus like, like, nah, don't do that. You uh, apologize. <laughs> it's fine, I hit the sprinkler. Ooh. Um, then he tries, they try to get him to save a little girl's cat. And he gets like halfway there. Gets the cat out of the tree. Uh, unfortunately, the place he puts the cat is in his mouth. Just eat the cat. No, you can't do that, lobster boy. Let's take the cat out of his mouth. I'm like, okay, it's fine. We got the cat. Didn't eat it. And then he tries to eat the child. <laughs> the child. Crop the child. So like, no. Lobster, lobster, lobster man, you can't. You can't eat children. That's that's <laughs> yeah. against that's against the rules. Children. Screwed up. Um. They go to that. They go somewhere, and he's like, "Do they do they see the old lady crossing the road after that, or is there something else?" In yes. Yeah, that's that's what I have. Hmm. Yeah, they go. They, they keep looking around, and they see an old lady crossing the road. And they're like, "This is easy. Just help the old lady cross the road." And then, and then, and then she, he goes to help the old lady cross the road, and starts like, "I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I'd take my eye off this guy." And Mark is like, "Nah, he's fine." And then, and then, the lobster guy like picks up a car and there's fire. And he's destroyed three city blocks or something. He, he like basically just destroyed. <laughs> he destroys the whole town, and they have it on the news. Like, wait, like, oh, oh no. Like, no one so... was injured, but this guy's bike was destroyed. <laughs> he's real tore up about his bike. <laughs> no fatalities, but somebody's new bike is destroyed um yeah at this point like um uh, marco's still trying to get him to be good starts like yeah just be a monster we're, we're gonna get your job back we're, we're gonna get you back to Pluto. um and so they start up a fake fight where lobster boy's basically gonna yeah, she, she, she lures in Ludo by sleeping in a hammock between two <laughs> cacti, which for some reason I thought was hilarious. Like, why is, that, why is putting a hammock on a cactus the funniest thing I've ever seen? <laughs> I don't know. It's just so weird. Um, they, they have a fake fight. They do all that, and... Um, it's not very convincing. No, it's not, but it convinced everybody else. It, it convinced all of Ludo's army. Oh, yeah, he's doing way better now. Yeah. <laughs> Grab the wand. <laughs> he, he grabs the wand. Lobster and this boy. is the part. This is the part that matters. He grabs the it's, wand. It's the only part that matters in this part. Yeah, he grabs the wand, and it turns red, and, and becomes a spooky lobster wand. And he's overcome with the power of wand. I don't think it's set up in the previous episodes, but um, yeah, it, it sets it up right here. Unless I'm wrong, um, that if if you grab the wand, it 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 basically turns to teaser, like it turns to the personality of. Teaser. 
you see some back and forth with it too and i thought that was a little bit interesting yeah where star tries to be like no don't do it and it looks better and it like becomes less evil looking it so does it, it like, becomes nah. less but it's still yeah yeah i mean still like red and like shelly because he's a lobster <laughs> lobster boy that's a, that's what he could do if Ludo fired him. He could become the uh, the mascot for Red Lobster. Oh, oh no! Oh god! Uh, Marco saves the one. Lobster claws gets his job back. <laughs> I don't know if we'll. I don't know if we'll ever see him again. But yeah. Yeah, Ludo's like real into it though. It's like, oh, you touched the one. Can I touch your claw? Uh, okay. <laughs> is there anything that you have to say about part one or can we move on to part two uh, I can't think of anything else alright part two um I had a lot of pro like like to be fair they do a little bit with part one or, or episode seven eight that's pretty alright. But 7B, part two, whatever. It, I wanna say this this episode just seems off in quite a few ways. Hmm. I don't know how you felt about Um I don't remember which one it is. It's basically Star Star starts to cast spells nurse. It's the sleep uh, spell. Ah, uh, yeah, sleep spells. Okay. Yeah. I just looked up a name and I figured out what it was. Like, there were parts of the animation that felt not as good, not as pretty, not as cutesy. Hmm. Um, this episode just feels all over the place. Yeah, I didn't notice anything significant. Um, although this episode doesn't do a whole lot there's like, I, some, there's like some shenanigans and then we introduce the face stealer character <laughs> cell phone um yeah she starts to cast spells uh there's a funny bit with Marco's dad it's like oh that looks like everything everything's like a jungle it's like it's like reveals like a, a statue of star's face it's like no, that looks like your dad's work. It's like, yeah, this was my work. But the rest, rest wasn't me. <laughs> I, I did appreciate that thing. Um, they have a little bit... Marco basically is like, oh, I'm going to use psychology. I'm going to become a counselor. I'm going to uh, counsel yeah. you. It's, it's, Mar it's Marco Diaz. Psychology PhD. <laughs> what does PhD stand for? Pretty handsome dude, according to Marco's mom. Mom, go to bed. Um, it doesn't really do much. It says, "Yeah, oh, it's because of uh, overall pressure because of my mom. You have mommy issues. Yeah, I have mommy issues. Like, no, it's it a bad thing. Oh, oh. mommy issues. <laughs> um." Then the monster princess shows up. 
and tries to steal stars. Yeah. Marco, then uh, psychology, sir. Uh, I don't, I don't remember what his conclusion is, but he says something, and she's like, "Oh no, I've, I've realized this is this is exactly what my problem is." It's like, yeah, but I don't care. I don't care, and he, he throws the book at her. She's she's a Saint Olga's runaway, which is is halfway notable, I guess. Yeah, I think the most she... significant part of this episode. Well, there's two. There's one that this, that she's the Saint Olga's runaway, and two is that the FBI, the space FBI, shows up again. Yeah, but just to take her away, I. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's like it's the, the first time since the uh, the space unicorn episode. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, Jesus, there's die. Do you have anything to add? Because I like, I'm like seconds away. Saying this is a bad episode. I don't know. It was a bad episode. <laughs> Fun things happened, but there wasn't a whole lot of significant stuff going on. It it seemed a bit off. It just seemed a bit like a little bit rushed. Some of the animation just was a little bit weirder on this episode. Maybe rushed. Rushed maybe. Like I I feel that they crammed like even for being like a fast paced show as as it is, like they they I feel like they crammed a lot in this episode. Like into this part, like uh, I don't, I don't know. What do you think? I think they didn't cram a lot into this part, and that was kind of the issue. Was that there wasn't a whole lot going on? It was just shenanigans. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, screw it. Episode eight. Yes. And now that I have the titles of these episodes up, I can see what they are. Uh, we start with the Blood Moon Ball. Oh my god. I loved this episode. It's quite there thin. were so many funny bits in this episode. We finally get to meet Tom. Yeah, Tom Tom is introduced. He's got cool sunglasses. He's got very cool sunglasses. Even Parks in a handicap space. Very cool. Very cool, Tom. Um, Tom's introduced. It's um, she. Uh, Tom wants to take Star to the Blood Moon Ball. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. Star is very hesitant, just because. Well, basically, just because of Tom's anger issues. Um, and every they do it really well because it. it it really seems like at any second he's gonna get off the chain, like all throughout the episode, mm. that he's just gonna break everything. He, yes, he has the support system. Yes, he's going through, I guess, anger management type things. Mm. Um, I appreciate he's the trying. He is trying his his hardest, his damnedest. He's got a little bunny. He's got a little bunny. He's got a got a little 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 manager. Um, he's a manager with him at all times. <laughs> yes. Um, I I appreciate how the 
the blood moon ball happens every 667 years. Mm-hmm. Gotta, we gotta, we gotta round up. <laughs> um, one of my favorite bits on the show happens like, like right near the beginning of the episode. Uh, the horse bit. It's like take your oh yeah, take your uh, take your uh, whatever your, your dead horse whatever. and get out of here. Dead horse and get out of here. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm dead. <laughs> You tell me I'm dead. Why didn't you tell me I'm dead? <laughs> so torn up about it. He's so torn up. Um, Marco karate chops his dude's hand off. And he's just like, nah, nah, it's good, it's good. I got, I got, I can just pick my hand back up. It's cool. <laughs> Tom's trying to work on the same issues. He's been. Anger-free for 53 days. What accomplishment? So, there's this whole debate whether Star should go to the Blood Moon Ball. But ultimately, she's like, yeah, I'm going to go. Tom seems fine. Marco has his reservation. Because, of mm-hmm. course, it's Marco. Of course Marco has his reservation. Um... She picks out an outfit. Actually, this is another outfit change. I think there's mm. not much between the episodes. There's a couple different outfits that she has uh, during a lot of the episodes. This is one of the first. Ones. I think I like. Mm. I like her blood moon ball outfit. <clears throat> um, she ultimately decides, yeah, I'm gonna go to the ball. Marco's like, I yeah, I like. Should I just? come with you just in case no no just stay here it's, it's, it's fine I'm good it's fine um there's a great bit <laughs> there's a great bit it's like oh like like let's i'm trying to keep a team for for stars like if you guys want to make it into a season blood moon ball into a season mean card go ahead yeah greeting card holiday <laughs> yeah which one of you said that? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Raise your hand if you said that. <laughs> and one's chained up and one's holding a huge ass mace. <laughs> um, so Star, Star goes to the Blood Moon Ball with Tom. And it's very apparent very early on that at least in this episode, Star and Tom are just still not working out. Like, yeah, they just don't mesh. No, no, not at all. Um, I, 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 it's it's more of a personality thing. Like, yeah, the the anger issues give it away a lot. Um, and he's like getting angry that Star doesn't want to do some do certain things. Um. I, yeah, I also appreciate like a bath of unicorn blood or something. Just like not Yeah. Wrong. My best friends is a unicorn. It's not it's not real. They're not like related. Do... Oh, they're not related. Um everybody else is mad at Tom because it's 
it's not um, it's not as cool as it used to be. <laughs> it's not as cool. Uh, and so there's dissension between Tom and, and Star. Um, Marco kind of just decides, yeah, I'm going to go anyway. He puts on a fun little skull mask. Who knows how he gets there, but he, he sure gets there, let me tell you. No, he, he uses the same way as uh, Star, the... the the, the the one thing that summons the, the elevator. Huh. Yeah, yeah, he uses that. I wasn't paying that much attention. Yeah, he gets there, and then there's like this this red light thing, and they're like, "Ooh, red light, it's romantic." And they're supposed and it's supposed to shine on uh, what's his face. Oh yeah, it, go, it goes Star. yeah, it goes wrong because. Uh, because the because the guy starts playing the wrong music and Tom has to go and be like, "This is the wrong music. It's not correct." And then Marco shows up and Star doesn't recognize him because he's got the mask. And the red light shines, and then and then they're like, "Go oh, well, here we are." Mega of dance oof. Now. Mega oof for Tom. They do their little dance, and Marco's like, "No, it's me." It's just like, what are you doing here? Uh, um, I, I do want to say one notable thing about that whole very, very little like dance scene. Hmm. It only happens for like 30 seconds. A minute, if that. Um, the animation was super good in that one scene. Hmm. Like, really comparative, comparative to the last episode. Yeah, well, I mean, like, being a being a fancy dance, you have to uh, have to put some effort into that animation. Um, there's there is a pretty touching moment before uh, in the dance scene between Star and Marco, and hmm. and after that, like like Star basically falls for Marco, even though Star doesn't know that it's Marco, and then hmm. as soon as it's revealed, hey, I'm Marco, it kind of turns a little bit. It's like, no, nah, what are you doing here, my dude? Um, Tom gets angry. Angry um, Tom. Angry Tom. Um, starts to almost try to fight Marco, and he just starts to freeze them. Get ice, my dude. And they just they just leave, and it's like, no, nah, we out of here. Yeah, and there's this whole thing, like, stars like, you should trust me. Everything's like, fine, we're okay. Because, like, yeah, I guess I should, like, that, that you'd live your life. And they had their little bit where they, like, talk, they say the same things at the same time. Yeah, it's cute. They have a couple good moments on this, actually. Uh, I think it's the end of the episode, right? The end. That's the end of part one. Yeah, what well, yeah, the the part of the episode? Uh, anything else you want to say about what? Uh, uh, I don't think so. I will. I will say that uh, I don't think Star and Marco is the correct pairing. I don't think there is a correct pairing yet. Well, whatever it is, there might not be a correct one, but there's an incorrect one, and it's Star and Marco. Really? Yeah, I feel like that's just. This is the most boring way it can possibly go. 
it's also if if they play their cards right, it's also the best way. It, I I feel it can go either way. I think uh, Star and Tom, based on this episode, is a really bad pair. A really bad. Yeah, well, I mean, it, would, it wouldn't work out, but it's more interesting. Yeah, you know what's funny? They both have their their uh, they're both pretty dissimilar to Star. Hmm. Only like Tom's way more extreme. Yeah, Tom's like angry and kind of doesn't know what he's doing, whereas Marco's mm-hmm. like super safe. Mm-hmm. Um, part two. Part two. Fortune cookies. Ah, fortune. Yep. Ludo gets destroyed again, along with his job army. <laughs> as is tradition. <laughs> as, as is tradition in the show. Um, I do want to get it out of the way pretty damn soon. Um, there's it, the, the episode really focuses more on Ludo, his jobber army, more than star marco although because a lot of star marco is like oh like what the fortune cookies predict the future mm. um yeah, it's good that luda's getting a little bit more time in the spotlight oh he's good god yes um he he's basically ludo is just trying to hire somebody somebody like, competent. somebody good he's somebody competent I like how the first like few people are just incompetent. Yeah, and then there's like, one when... that looks exactly like Ludo. I noticed that one. Yes, like a girl version of Ludo. I was like, wait, yeah. wait a minute. I wish that was relevant. <laughs> Same. Um, one guy is just like, yeah, nobody's nobody's dumb enough to hire me. <laughs> um. We get to the introduction of Toph. Toph, he's got a cool business card. He's got a really business card. He's also competent. Competent. He's an alligator in a suit. He knows what he's doing. (laughs) He he had some energy behind him, which is fucking. He has that bad guy, like, I will say that we finally have a competent villain. We now have a villain. That's exactly what I thought when I saw him. Because even, even, even Ludo's henchmen are like, are you sure about this guy? Yeah. I don't like this guy. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, he's like, like, Ludo's like, comic villain. Toffee is actual villain actual evil villain and it's it's great um there's a lot that happens with toffee and i love how he gets introduced Mm. um i mean technically toffee is under ludo technically he's kind of the one giving the commands though yeah that's, there's no foreshadowing here. What are you talking about? Foreshadowing. <laughs> um, Buffrog is 
is there. Yeah. He's also sort of competent. Yeah, Buffrog is actually competent. <laughs> he's he's one of our that's competent on the team. He's just he's just re he is really good as a spy. Mm. I just imagined like all the episodes he's just been spying on, on Star. He's one behind um, the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it it the Star and Marco subplot does wrap around to the fortune cookie idea though. Yes. Because um, because Marco's like a star, fortune cookies are magic, they tell the future. Star immediately goes all in. <laughs> gets a whole box of fortune cookies and does exactly what every single one says. Um, is there anything notable in between? In between? I guess there's, uh, there's when, uh, there's when Ludo brings Toffee into the break room or whatever. Oh. <laughs> and there's, like, a dance party going on. And then a fight. And then Toffee fights. Uh, Buffrog delivers the news that Starts just entranced by these fortune cookies, and then Toffee's like, "Hmm, I could do something with this," <laughs> and he does. He makes an actual competent plan that actually almost works. Almost. There, there is a lot of foreshadowing over what Toffee is going to be. Um. <laughs> Because it is basically Ludo's fault that they don't kick them out. Mm -hmm. uh, they, but before that, they replace uh, Star's last fortune cookie. Love is the answer, always. Um, so she just starts hugging all those job guys. Um, and it works out fine. They're into it. <laughs> if it actually, why does it work out? Why does it actually... <laughs> he hugged, she hugs two of them and, and one of them was like oh, oh okay yeah sure yeah hell yeah um Marco gets locked into a dumpster and, and then karate is way guy. out of this one <laughs> karate is way out of this one and it's 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 funny because the first time Ludo's like, I the wand's so close, the wand's so close, like I'm I'm going right now. The office's like, no, wait. Be patient. patient, just wait. Patience is key. Then he sees it again, he's oh. like, oh I'm gonna get it. <laughs> oh my god. And <laughs> and the, the, the two headed the two headed guy this hugging star. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I I need to build I, I need to build a relationship off of trust. <laughs> yeah, we were just screwed with you. Fortune cookies aren't real. The whole thing was a ploy for Luna to steal the wand. God. It's like oh, that's no good. Ludo basically ruins his own plans, but it's it's also kind of implied that that Toffee set him up. Mm. A little bit. Not um, totally, because he tries to keep him from stopping. Try, tries to prevent him from running in. At least yeah. 
although it's clear that he doesn't care like what happens to them. Uh, as you see, uh, after Star attacks them, he's standing on top of the building to avoid the attack. And just lets everybody else get hit. Yeah, he's he's not part of. <laughs> I don't think he, he he's not part of the fight. He, he's behind the corner. He's behind the corner. He's not on the building. Uh, maybe it's at the end. He stands on the building. Uh, they they get they get foiled again, and but they were super close to getting the one. Very Not close. Luna says the closest, but I'd say Lobster Guy was the actual closest mm. to getting the one. It's the closest Luna personally has been. Yeah. Okay. Actually, is that even? Because he had it in his hands in the uh, in, in the in the mall episode. Oh, well, uh, yeah, but it was dead. It was so dead. I don't. He held it though. I don't. Um, end of the episode. I appreciate how Star gets more fortune, fortune cookies. Oh yeah, like wait a minute, like you know they're fake. No, yeah, but they're actual cookies. Ha <laughs> cookies. And opens up the fortune cookie that says a great evil has been unleashed. Yeah, I, bet, I think that's when that's when they pan out to the uh, to a to a wide shot, and uh, and the guy standing on the roof. Oh my uh, god! Watching the thing happen. Oh my god! The foreshadowing of that is excellent. Mm -hmm. Toffee is made. To be a competent villain throughout the song. We finally got an alligator in a suit. <laughs> Evil alligator. That's just a given. <laughs> but, I mean, what did you think of these episodes? What do you think of, of, of this whole series so far? We're, I think we're halfway through the season. Uh, it's been mostly shenanigans overall. But I think at this point, we're finally starting to get into, like, a plot. Like, there's things happening now that are coming together to form a story. Uh, and I'm very interested to see what directions it goes in. <laughs> Overall, the whole thing is adorable, and, you know. It's adorable, and I love it. I love I love it. So far. <laughs> yeah. But, that's been episode three of the podcast. Episode three. Come back next, next time, time where we're going to try to understand uh, more episodes. Probably the next three episodes. What do we do? Six through eight? What are our episodes nine through, nine through 11? Yeah, and then I think that's going to leave us with two the last two episodes of the season. I think so. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's that's all we have to say. Remember to smash that like button. S smash it. Increase smash your engagement like scores. Button. That's that's the end of the podcast. Oh. Thanks for thanks 